Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Against the Current podcast. My name is Rudy Garcia. Don't forget to share this podcast to all the Christ-loving, fantasy-enjoying men in your life to become part of The Fold, a community of creatives that don't fit into the modern, left-aligned creative space. There are three ways to support this podcast. Number one, listen to every episode. Number two, share, share, share. And number three, if you can and you're able, consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just follow the link in the bio or go to anchor.fm forward slash against the current PO forward slash support. Lastly, check out the first book in the Through the Flames trilogy, Forged by Fire, exclusively on Amazon, available in ebook, paperback, and hardcover copies. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Against the Current podcast. Today, we're actually uh, starting a new segment called uh, Man Talk. Man Talk is to the point uh, we explore manhood and everything it means to be a man in the current cultural climate. Um, so, Every Monday, we're going to go ahead and sit down and, and discuss a topic about what it means to be a man and how that opposes today's modern cultural idea of what manhood is. Um, and you're going to notice, I'm just going to say it from off get, you know, first episode of this segment, um, you're going to notice that traditional, biblical, correct manhood is what is being called toxic masculinity nowadays. So the whole goal of this is to reclaim masculinity from um, this place where it's at being called toxic. And today we'll explore what biblical manhood asks of us in the context of being a husband. So this episode is great for husbands, guys that aren't married, guys that are just in relationships, looking to get married, women, young boys. This episode is, is perfect for anybody that needs to try to understand and see what the Bible says about being a husband. And we're just going to take a little glimpse into what the Bible says. The Bible says a lot. Um... But today we're actually just going to read from Ephesians 5, from 22 to 33. And I'm going to go ahead and read it, and then we're going to dive just a little bit into it. We're not going to go too far, or we're not going to get necessarily too deep, but we are going to hit some main, some main topics of what the Bible calls men to be as husbands, right? So let's go ahead and read it. Ephesians 5, 22 to 33. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, 
that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one who ever hated his own flesh, but for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So, very plainly, the first thing I notice is that here it's talking about, you know, it's giving, it's addressing the wives and the husbands. Um, I'm noticing that it actually says more to the husbands than it does to the wives. And it's just something I notice. There's a lot of responsibility on the husbands because it's calling us husbands to love your wives. It's calling us to um, reflect the same love Christ shows the church. We're supposed to reflect that as husbands towards our wives. And how did, how did Christ love the church? How did Christ show his love for the church and for us? He showed his love for us that even while we were still sinners, he gave his life for us. Christ was willing to lay down his life. He loved us. And he did what he had to do to present us blameless to him. So in that same way, husbands are called to love our wives. We're called to lay our lives down. We're called to live and to lay our lives down for our wives. A life of continual sacrifice, of continual self-sacrifice towards our wives. Right, if, if men and husbands are living their lives continuously in sacrifice, a loving sacrifice towards their wife, and then the wives submit to their own husbands, there is this continual life of submission towards one another, the wives submitting into the leadership of the husband, and the husband making decisions out of love for his wife, love and care and appreciation towards his wife this is what it actually means there's been this twisting by um this left aligned uh, culture that when it says that wives are to submit to their own husbands they're thinking of it as like this oppressive thing when in reality it's wives submitting to the god-given leadership to the husband and the husband submitting to christ to love their wives and make decisions that will benefit his, the, the husband's family, the husband's wife. And, and make decisions thinking about her and not selfish decisions thinking about him. And, and trying to see how he can manipulate the wife because the wife is submitting to him and how the husband can control the wife. No. What the Bible is painting out is a wife that submits to her husband's leadership and a husband that makes decisions in the benefit working together with his wife in the benefit of his family of his wife right he who loves his wife loves himself you're going to make decisions for yourself that benefit you 
for the most part. If you love yourself, you cherish your body, you nourish your body in the same way husbands are to love their wives. Cherishing them, nourishing them. Just as Christ loves the church. It's the same thing. In that sense. Marriage is supposed to be this glimpse, very small peak window into the love Christ has for the church. And this isn't talking about value or who's more valuable than the other or if someone's more important than the other. This isn't one this is talking about. They're co-equal. Men and women are co-equal in value. There's no denying that. What this is talking about is proper roles. What this is talking about is wives are su to submit to their own husband. And this is um, the parentheses I'm going to make here. It says here, wives, submit to your own husbands. It doesn't say here, wives, submit to all men. You're not called to, to submit to all men. You're called to submit to your husband. Wives are called to submit to their husbands. That's it. This, this loving submission that the Bible talks about for wives, it's just to their husband, to their own husband. Respect her husband. Submit to your own husband. Husbands, you are to love and cherish your wife. This isn't this submission to just blanket all men and now all men has some type of claim or some type of authority over every woman. It's not the, that's not the point. The point is, wives, you submit to your own husband because in the family there is this leadership hierarchy that has been set. God above all. God leading you. God leading the family. God leading the husband. The husband leading the family. And the husband, I'm sorry, the husband and wife working together to lead the family. Because that's another thing. Each in their own role, they work together to lead the family. And that's something else we'll get into. But I just really wanted to focus in this whole thing. Husbands, we have the responsibility. The responsibility is on the man to sacrificially love his wife, putting his their life on the line for her. The husbands are to put their life on the line for their wives. The husband has the responsibility to serve her, love her, and lead her. We need to understand this as husbands. We are not living a life for ourselves. We're living a sacrificial life for someone else, our wife. When you get married, your mom and your dad stop being the most important thing in your life. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become flesh. Vice versa as well. When you get married, the wife, wives, your parents stop being the most important things in your life. And you make decisions considering your wife or your husband. Husbands, you make decisions considering your wife, and wives, you make decisions considering your husband, not your parents, not your grandparents. You guys make decisions together, considering each other. 
Husbands, if your wives want to do something, and they're and they're trying to do some a, a specific, if your wife is trying to raise your child a specific way, and you guys have spoken about it, and you guys have made a decision together as a marriage that you guys are going to do this certain thing, and raise your children this certain way, husbands, and then your mother comes and says something, disagrees with it, doesn't like the way you guys are doing it, tries to tell your wife something to change it, you take your wife's side, not your mother's. You're not mama's boy anymore. You're your wife's. So the decision you two made, you, husband and wife, the decision that was made behind closed doors as a marriage, you cannot allow your mother to change it or your grandmother or your father. No one. Just you two. If if something needs to be changed, that's a conversation you guys have and you guys decide. But you do not take your mother's side. You don't. Because your one flesh is now your wife. And then the last part of this talks about the mystery. This mystery is profound and I'm saying that it refers to Christ in the church is what I just said. There is no mystery. The mystery is revealed literally right after the comma. This mystery is profound. What mystery? The mystery of marriage, right? That, that relationship of husband and wife, it's a mystery that is profound, but it's revealed right here. And I am saying that it refers to Christ in the church. This is something I want to make clear because a lot, a lot of false teachers, false doctrines, false prophets, they'll take any time the, this, the whole thing, this concept of like this mystery is profound, They'll try to take that. I'm not saying they're doing it here. I'm just saying in general. Multiple times in the Bible it talks about this mystery or, or a mystery. And they try to take that to like create this false doctrine from that mystery. When the mystery is always revealed. It's later. Later somewhere else in the Bible talks about like a mystery. And the mystery is the gospel. Here this mystery is profound. And I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. This mystery. The mystery of the relationship between wives and husband is profound. But I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. The same relationship that Christ has with the church is the same relationship between husbands and wives. Let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. It's very clear. The, the last sentence sums it all up beautifully. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. It's that simple. I'll say this again to finish off. The responsibility is on the man to sacrificially love his wife, putting their life on the line for her and let the wife see that she respects her husband. She does not have the responsibility towards every man. She has a responsibility to submit to her own husband. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to try to post these um, man talk on every Monday. Man talk Mondays. You guys are going to see that there's going to be a little bit of a different schedule. There's going to be episodes posted Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So... As the schedule develops, you'll see Man Talk Mondays, Bible Study Wednesdays, and um, Conversations with Danny on Fridays.
That's the plan. So thank you guys for tuning in. Again, don't forget the three best ways to support this podcast. Listen to every episode, share, share, share. And if you can and you're able, consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just follow the link in the bio of this episode or go to anchor.fm forward slash against the current PO forward slash support. You can check out Forged by Fire, the first book in the Through the Flames trilogy, exclusively on Amazon, available in ebook, paperback, and hardcover copies. Again, my name is Rudy Garcia. Thank you for listening to Against the Current Podcast. And I'll see you next time.